Hi, I'm Ryan. Welcome to Bible on the Beach. Today we will be in Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. I want to thank you again for joining us today. Now, the purpose of Bible on the Beach is disciples making disciples, churches planting churches. That's our vision because our uh, that's our mission. Our, now, our vision is we want to be a catalyst for 5,000 church plants globally. Now, that's a big order, and so there's some things we believe that God has shown us insight on and how to teach. Mostly, it has to do with helping people to understand the Bible and share it in a way that they can understand it with other people. Now today, uh, I want us to pray and I want us to ask God to help us understand what it is that he's trying to say to us to so say, dear God, would you show me what you have to say to me today? Give me the ears to hear, give me the mind to understand, give me the heart and the will to change whatever it is that you're talking to me about in my life. So today we're gonna look at the things that the very first believers of Jesus practiced and looked at in their life. Now, you could think of today as sort of the basics in terms of how a church functions. Now, we've already talked about how whenever God wants to start a new life, he always starts with two people. When God wants to start a new physical life, he starts with two people. When God wants to start a new spiritual life he starts with you and Jesus and when God wants to start a new church life he always starts with two two people now this is exciting and we can begin to look at today what some of these earliest believers in Jesus were practicing as a part of their daily life now we'll pick it up in verse 2 of Acts uh, Acts chapter 2 verse 42 says every believer was faithfully devoted to follow the teachings of the apostles. Now the first thing that they that they had made up in their mind is that they were going to take seriously the words that the followers of Jesus shared with them. Let me ask you a question. Do you take seriously God's word for your life or is it something that you just listen to and you kind of blow off? It all depends on how you approach it. If you approach the Bible as God's words to you, that changes your relationship to it. You see, every time the Bible is open, the word is shared, God wants to say something to, them, to us. If that's your posture. If your posture is, I've heard this before, I know this, I could teach this, and you think of yourself as the teacher and not the student, then our posture's off. You see, every time the word is shared, every time someone shares God's word, we're the student. Meaning, there's something that God wants to say to us. Sometimes he wants to encourage us. Sometimes he wants to teach us something. Sometimes he corrects us. Sometimes he rebukes us. Sometimes he trains us to keep going in the path that we have started. But every time God's word is spoken or taught, there's something that he wants to speak to us. So it's a posture. It's a heart position. I want to encourage you to get your heart position with the Bible in the right spot. You're not a know-it-all or to be people that want to learn it all. That's different. So in that spirit, <clears throat> let's continue on. 
it says that their hearts were mutually linked to one another. <clears throat> you see, there was a unity that the early believers had. They wanted to know God and they wanted to make him known. They wanted to love God and they wanted to love people so much so that this was their primary focus in their life. Very exciting. And this is evidenced by the fact that they <clears throat> shared communion and they came together regularly for prayer. Now you'll know the people that you're closest to in your walk with Jesus because these will be people that you'll pray with. You see, nothing brings people closer spiritually than when they pray together. When they slow down, they take time to pray together. Now, I know from my own relationship with Maria that the times we feel the closest are usually the times that we've prayed together and worshiped together. <clears throat> you see, if you want to feel close to someone spiritually, you'll take the time to do that. And I want to encourage you to take the time to pray and be in God's Word together with the people that you want to be growing with spiritually. Don't get too busy to pray. I can look back in my life and for the most part, <clears throat> if the devil can't get you to do the wrong thing, he'll just try to get you to do the right thing in a hurry or doing the right thing in a very busy uh, pace. And God always wants to slow us down. He wants to help us pray. He wants to help us relax. And God can do more through prayer in one minute than we can do in a week of work. So when we're building the kingdom, God's kingdom, we want to make sure that everything is bathed in prayer. Now look at verse 43. It says that a deep sense of holy awe swept over everyone. I've experienced this in my life. You know, when you're dialed in with God, when you're in His Word, when you're praying with other believers, there will be an awe, there will be a reverence for what God is doing in your life and in the group of people that you follow Jesus with. There'll be an awe. It won't be dry. It won't be hard. You won't be burned out. There will be an awe of what you get to be a part of. That is very exciting. And it says, <clears throat> they performed many miraculous signs and wonders. Now, what is a sign and what is a wonder and what is a miracle? These are all things that you can only point to God for the credit. You, you'll know that only God can do it. I think of it sometimes God will supernaturally organize events that are completely outside of your control because he's trying to get your attention and he's trying to affirm to you that you are on the right path at the right time with the right people. When God has all the circumstances line up supernaturally, you can know that you're in God's will. You can trust that <clears throat> the wind is at your back and it's pushing you forward. This is a sense of awe. This is a sense of astonishment and we can see miracles now miracles are when uh, people get healed 
when circumstances turn around in such a way that you can only describe it as God intervening on your behalf or the behalf of somebody that you prayed for. So we want to pray for signs, we want to pray for wonders, we want to pray for miracles because God is exists outside of time and space and God is bigger than even our most grandiose idea of what he can accomplish in the world. Now, <clears throat> it says that all of the believers in verse 44 were in fellowship as one body and they shared with one another whatever they had. Now, God can work so powerfully in our midst that we won't even think of the things that we have as our own, but we'll have uh, the eyes of stewardship. Now, the eyes of stewardship are this. The house I have is not my home. The vehicles I have are not my vehicles. The food I have is not my food. The finances that I have are not my finances. When you get a godly perspective on life and you realize that literally everything that you have in your life has been given to you from God, your relationships, your family, your network, your home, your possessions, your job, your finances, your education, your travel, your experiences, that all of these things have been given to us by God and that God actually wants us to view all of those as actually belonging to Him, it changes your relationship with Him. You then see everything that you've been given in your life as simply a platform that God wants to use to bless other people. That is what was happening here. <clears throat> They had such unity in prayer, such close fellowship, that everyone saw everything that they had as a platform for expanding God's kingdom and God's work in and through the lives of the people that they were involved with on a daily basis. This was a radical way to look at life, a very exciting way to look at life. When you think, nothing that I have is mine, it all comes from God. So what's God doing and how can I align everything that he's given to me for his kingdom? That's when life gets really exciting and it gets really, really fun. And that's what they were experiencing here. This wasn't a list of things that they had to do. This was a spirit that they lived in, that they flowed in, and that they operated in. It was a lot of fun. Now look at verse 45, it says, Out of generosity, they even sold their assets to distribute the proceeds to those who were in need among them. Now, God was moving so powerfully in their midst that they voluntarily sold some of their assets to bless other people. Now I want to let you know, this wasn't legislated. This was voluntary. This wasn't legislated, it was inspired. You can't legislate the movement of God. You can't tell people that this is a commandment. Sometimes in seasons of life, God will move so powerfully that he'll give people the joy to sell what they have and to give it away. That just comes from the Holy Spirit. You don't tell people that. The Holy Spirit will tell people that. That's exciting when God can speak to us on that deep of a level. <clears throat> it says in verse 46, daily they met together in the temple courts and in one another's homes to celebrate 
communion. They shared meals together with joyful hearts and tender humility. So, again, when you feel close to people, you'll have coffee with them, you will eat with them, you'll have, you'll go to the beach with them, you'll go to a coffee shop with them, you'll have them into your home, you'll go have meals together. <clears throat> Intimacy with God and people always involves eating and praying together. It's one of the reasons we always have food and prayer in our gatherings because we're trying to promote community and we're trying to promote family. And that's what you do. You eat together and you pray together. <clears throat> now, look at verse 47. It says, They were continually filled with praises to God. <clears throat> now, when you're really dialed in with God, there will be a praise and a worship that is flowing out of your life. Um, do we experience hardship? 100%, of course. Do we experience difficulty? Yes. Do we experience sad things in life? Yes. But God will give you a joy, <clears throat> and he'll give you a song in every season. God's always given me a different song to sing in every season that I've been in. Songs to sing to Him, not just songs on the radio, but songs to sing to God in every season of my life. And I encourage you today to find the song that God wants you to sing in this season of your life. God will show you what it is. Now stick to that song and keep singing it. And it says that they were enjoying the favor of all of the people. So God, when, you're, when you have a song in the season that you're in, God will make sure that you have favor with the people around you. Now, what does favor with the people around you mean? It means that people will like you. They'll like being around you. There'll be, there'll be an attraction there. Uh, people will say to themselves, I don't know what it is about that person, but I'd like to be around them. I want to learn from them. Uh, I, 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 I want to get some time with them. God will give you the favor with people when your heart is aligned with his. He'll give you the favor and he'll open up every single door that needs to be opened up in your life. And the last thing it says here, <clears throat> it says, and the Lord kept adding to their number daily those who were coming to life. Now, when God's doing all of this, he'll constantly be adding uh, people uh, into um, his family all the time. He'll bring people in, they trickle in. They'll walk into your life, they'll walk into your home, they'll, they'll walk into the coffee shop, they'll walk into the beach, they'll walk into your circle of, of influence, they'll walk into your relationship, walk into your family, walk into your friends, walk into the place that you work. God will always trickle in the people that he wants to be in his kingdom. If you'll just keep your heart open, you know, no one is too far for God to love and for God to reach. I want you to close your eyes right now. I want you to think of the person you know that is the farthest from God, and you're thinking to yourself, this person would, could never open up their heart to God and love God and love people. No, they can't, because God works miracles. 
And God can soften the hardest heart. God can open the blindest eyes. God can open the deafest ears. God can do it. We can't. God can do it. God can, do it. God can speak to people even when we think they don't want to hear. And I want you to think of that person right now. I want you to say, God, would you open up the eyes of my friend right now? Open up their ears. Open up their heart. That family member who's far from you, bring them close to you. Show them to love you and to love people. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Now, I want to thank you for looking at this today. And I want you to understand how powerfully God was moving in the early church. They were serious about God's word. They were serious about prayer. They were serious about spending time with one another. And through those three serious commitments, the word, prayer, fellowship, God did miracles, signs, wonders, and he kept pouring people into the church just like he wants to do in and through our lives as we love him and we love others. Now, if you got a lot out of today's Beach Talk, would you do me a favor and subscribe? And also tell someone else that there's this guy who goes down by the beach. By the way, this is not a green screen behind me. This is the natural beauty that God's put where I live in California. And I come down here the right time of day and shoot Bible on the beach because I'm on a journey to teach the whole Bible on this beach 20 minutes at a time to help you learn and grow better in your faith. If you're getting a lot out of this, please uh, encourage someone else to follow along. I hope this is a blessing to you. Until next time, have a great day.